You're listening to another episode of Season 2, Swipe Left, Swipe Left. The most painfully embarrassing tales told by the people who lived them. From the office to the swimming pool, we are bringing you moments like this. Oh no. Oh my god. Let's just tuck into some stories. So this comes from our friend Alice. I first met Alice in Wellington in New Zealand, and we were both young and in our early 20s. And I still remember her telling me this story from all those years ago. And it's a really great story of how a date can just take a really unexpected turn. And it's proof that truth is stranger than fiction. So this was about 12 years ago when I was visiting Australia. And I'd met my ex-partner in Byron Bay just because I was going to be in Australia and he was in Australia. And then we'd had this like intense like three days where we'd had our I felt like we'd had our entire relationship in three days where like we'd met for a drink and then had a chat and be like oh you're kind of nice and then the next night we were like oh wow you're really cute and you're really onto it and then the next night we were just fighting I was like I never want to see you again so I think I was already in quite a weird headspace so my friend had said you want to come to Darwin and I just went yeah and I just went and looked at flights and there was a flight that evening and so I just went to Darwin. I thought Darwin was great, but I thought everybody in Darwin was crazy. You would meet people and you think, oh yeah, you seem like pretty sound and together. And then you just realize that like, it was just a really weird place to live. I'd never been anywhere that hot before. I think I was there right before the wet season as well. And so there was like in that build up phase when everybody was on edge and everything was just very full on. Everybody was drinking all the time um, and we didn't really do anything. We meant to do all this stuff and we just didn't. I was even getting into it because I met this like Scottish and Irish guy in this bar. They were telling me their plan for how they were just going to get some shovels and one of them had a pickup truck and they'd heard of a place there were opals and they were going to like head out into the desert with these shovels and we were going to get opals and did I want to come? And I was like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. And my friend had to be like, no, you're, you're not driving off into the desert to find opals, this is a bad plan. And I was like, no, 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 it's cool, we're going to make our fortune. Our first night out in Darwin, we had gone to one of her friend's barbecues and I had met this guy who seemed like a very nice guy and he was lovely. He was actually from Darwin. He was a youth leader, you know, like really, really smart, really funny, really everything. And so we'd had a bit of a chat and we had been getting along quite well. And then as a group, we all decided to go to this club bar in Darwin called The Crown, which was just a real shock to the system for me because for a start it was like 40 degrees or something so it was quite sweaty. What I hadn't realised about Darwin was that um, there were like three main groups of people in Darwin. There were people who like worked offshore in oil rigs, mostly guys, and so they would come in every couple of months to Darwin having not seen anybody for weeks. There was Navy guys, especially American Navy guys, who also were like getting off ships. 
there were guys from like working in sheep stations and farms and stuff again who would like spend months out in isolation and then they would all come to Darwin and they would have like huge parties and it was very very intense and I was having a nice dance with this guy I thought the night was going very well so I was very excited and a bit of a slow song came on and I saw him lean up closer in. So I shut my eyes and thought, oh, I'm going to get a kiss here. That's going to be really nice. And the next thing. I just feel this proper good lick. It wasn't like a little tip of the tongue. It was a proper lick. Yeah, pretty much from my elbow to my upper arm. <laughs> and I've kind of opened my eyes looking quite shocked <laughs> wondering what just happened and um, he's kind of stepped back and he's given me just quite a little smile and a nod like just like oh yeah I just did that <laughs> which is really not how I was feeling at that moment because I was just in absolute shock going I don't understand <laughs> what just happened I just, I really didn't know what to do. So I stood there for a little moment thinking, I'm not really sure what, how I should react to this. I could sort of see his confidence fading a little bit. And he seemed to be aware that this hadn't worked <laughs> on this occasion. And so I decided that the best thing to do was to go and wash my arm before I did anything else. I had a little bit of a think about what to do next. and. I went back out and found my friend Letitia, who was having a dance with somebody else. And she was like, how is it going with this guy? And I was like, oh, I don't know. He just licked my arm. And she was like, oh, I told you he liked you. <laughs> Which just really disturbed me because I was like, oh, is that just a normal Darwin thing to have happened? I was quite freaked out and so I did kind of wander around a little bit and have a bit of a dance with some other people and later on the night he did come up um, to me and he did ask, he was like, oh did I blow it earlier with the whole arm licking thing? We're like, yes. I've thought about this quite a lot over the years to be fair because I was like, I mean I guess right at that moment my main thoughts were, well, I mean, first of all, it's just not very hygienic, um, but also I was just thinking, like, is this his go-to move? Like, is this him pulling out the big guns here and going like, oh yeah, I've licked the arm. I'm serious about this. And I guess my other thought was a bit like, if this is his starting move, like how weird would this night get? if we were to continue because I was like it was a bold starting move um, yeah and I guess since then I have kind of wondered if this was something that had ever worked for him before or that he was told would work for him or that women were I just I don't know it's just such a strange thing to do but he seemed very confident any regrets do you wish that you had maybe seen it through and not been before <laughs> Maybe I could have been a bit more open-minded in the moment and told him that I wasn't into that, but I think it was just, it killed the vibe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I love how Alice just goes with the story and how she just sees where the night takes her. What I really like about the story as well is licking someone's arm is really not the right option at the time. But he goes for it anyway. I'm kind of intrigued whether this guy ever tried the arm lick again. 
it sounds like he was pretty crushed by Alice's reaction. And I wonder whether he's, you know, toned it down a little bit. Maybe the arm licking is now level two for him rather than the sort of like initiating move. I also really like that she puts it down to possibly being a Darwin thing, that they would have this kind of microculture of arm licking being acceptable in this strange corner of Australia. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting app you're using to listen to this now. Any comments, feedback or ideas, you can always get in touch on Twitter. We use the handle at swipe left left. Also, we've been inviting people to leave us voicemails. So if you're looking for something to pass those long hours of quarantine, pick up your phone and share with us a true story now. All of the details are on our website, swipeleftswipeleft.com.